Hi, I'm Coach Emilio. Welcome to the Escuela del Sur. If you are a sports coach, do you want to find more freedom in your decisions and opportunities and find solutions in the day-to-day -day work of your profession? This podcast is for you. I will tell you from my experience as a coach in Dubai and interviews with coaches around the world, the habits, techniques, valuable background, and tools that can guide you and give you more results with less effort. I invite you to give your coaching career more possibilities and confidence in the competitive world of sport. Listen to our episode to get ideas to optimize your professional profile with continuous improvement so you can get more results, improving your quality of life along with your profession and your passion. We start. Like, I, I spend more time in the gym. Like, I, 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 saw, I saw everyone in the gym way more than I saw my mother back home. Like, I'd wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, I come back in the evening. My mom's already in bed. And I'm, maybe I'm going to come home a bit early one day and kind of like have a quick conversation and that's it. But I spent most of my time in the gym. So that was like my second one, my family. And when that is taken away from you, not by choice though, but because of the accident, because I was out for, I was out for about six months in total. Because uh, we, we had the accident and that surgery done, my first surgery was done around May. And I didn't really do anything. But because I was like getting very frustrated to just being home and doing nothing, I would like sneak out and used to drive my mom insane. She used to get very upset at me when I left. So I would like sneak out, hang around the gym, just watch everyone train, you know. Watch everyone train, maybe do some rehab or anything, try to keep my upper body still strong and everything. And yeah, I mean, being at home, like the first, the first week was like, okay, I understand, I've had an injury. I just need to stay home and try to rest. And then after that, it was like my, my body was boiling to get out of the house. You know? I was like, I just couldn't stay. So I'd sneak out every once in a while. I'd help out if they have competitions, do like admin and all of that. And as soon as I could kind of walk, that was my mother's worst nightmare. Because as soon as I could kind of walk without the crutches, I was back in the gym. I was doing swings on people. I wasn't doing any, any landing. I still had my knee brace and everything. I was jumping on trampoline, trying to get my strength back again because my, my leg literally shrank. It got like very tiny because I wasn't doing anything with it. So you lose the muscles. Yeah, so I got back into it, started moving around, walking, running. I literally started jogging. And it was a strange thing because I never used to jog. Never went for runs or anything. And then I used to like update my coach. Hey, I went for a five kilometer run. It's like, impressive. No. And after that, I was... Um, I had another surgery done, which was the open surgery. And <clears throat> yeah, that was that that was that was very tough. 
because I was at a point where I'm walking on my leg, I'm jumping, and like I'll jump on trampoline, maybe like something softer. No? I wouldn't do hard passes or hard tumbling on the floor. The most I could do was like in back, I kind of like land on one leg and support with the other one a little bit. But I was already back in the gym after after like a month and a half of surgery. And then I found out that, oh, that I need to have another surgery done on the same leg. And that took me back because I was like frustrated. I'm walking in rehab, I'm doing this. Why, 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 why? You know, you start asking yourself all these whys. And then eventually I was like, okay, cool. Surgery is done. And it's How many? Me, two, two surgeries? Yeah, my first surgery was a keyhole surgery. Mm-hmm. And the second one, it was an open surgery, which explains the scarring. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah I, I thought I was going to be like out of it for a long time. But by, I think by November or October of that year, I was already walking on the leg again. I started my re- I was already doing my rehab. And the doctors were like, yeah, I'm never going to turn up again. You're not going to be able to run again. You're not going to be able to have a full range of movement again, you know? And in the back of my head, I was like, you know, they may be right, but let's put that to the test, you know? So I pushed myself with rehab. I was able to walk again. I was able to run again. I was jumping again. I even sent my my doctor a message like, and the screenshots of my of my progress with my run. I'm like, hey, I just did a three kilometer run. It took me this much. My knee's okay. It's not sore. It's like, wow, you've gone against most of the odds. I'm like, yeah, I'm back to tumbling again. I sent him a video of me doing a back tuck. <laughs> then I landed on my feet. <laughs> So he was like, oh man, that's quite impressive. So the whole time it was um he was he was impressed with the with the, the recovery of yeah. recovery. And then I yeah, and then I tried to train again and I was I was kind of like trying to compete again. But then I realized that every time I tried to I tried to tumble, like uh it wasn't worth it. Like I would be able to tumble for for that session, but then again the next day my knee would swell up, get stiff. It's not, stable. It's not stable. Yeah, like it wasn't worth the trouble. So I decided not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compete anymore. But I'll be around and try to see how I can help everyone else who's around. And yeah, and then since then it's. Yeah, here I am. Yeah, interesting. Um, you must have been so proud of your story, you know, because uh, sometimes the society or the medicine mm. put you limits yeah. from your state or your situation. And maybe one gymnast here now, the podcast, I feel like I am in an injury now. I am, I have a surgery in a few hours, so I had surgery two months ago. And I will explode here in my bedroom because I cannot go. So mm-hmm. what helped you? What mindset helped you for go forward? Man, to be honest, all I wanted to do was get back into gymnastics. I wanted to get back into 
jumping again. I need to get back into singing, doing those big decimals. I need to be, I need to do everything I've been doing. Like I said, like that chance of my life was the hardest because I felt like everything that I've wanted to do has been taken away from me. And I had to fight that. I had to fight my way through and to make sure that I get there and actually try to do it again. And I did get back. And like I said, I recovered from my injuries and surgery and all of that. But my knee has never been the same since, you know. Like I can still do some of the stuff, but I still have some limited range. Like I can... I can still tumble, I can push myself now, but it's the after effects of of that that kind of puts me on a bit of a limit. Yeah. But I surpassed most of my doctor's expectations with this. So yeah, my, my drive was to get back into it again. I wanted to fly over the bar again, do my catches and all my releases. I wanted to be able to Gone floor, start twisting again. Something, you know, that was that was my drive. I wanted to do that, and I wanted to prove everyone that if you still want to do something, you can still do it. If you put your mind to it, go for it. You can do it. If you still got the will to do something, go for it. Special. That's why I did. That mean your your knee change, your structure of your knee change, but your mind and your heart. Also, yeah, yeah, more experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said earlier, everything I've been through, days I wouldn't take it back because everything I've went through, all my failures and all of my success, success, they've made me the person I am, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like what I have now is is what I have. What, uh, what happened before, it happened. A lot of people say something, some things happen for a reason, and sometimes bad things happen. There's no reason behind it. You know, sometimes it's there's there's something behind it. Sometimes it's just nothing. It's just a, just bad luck or bad moment. Yeah. This gymnast, the new generation, mm-hmm. what advice can you give to them from your experience? From my experience, mm. try to try to understand your coaches is one of the things. Because I I'm not saying I was a perfect gymnast, or and we are not a perfect home. coach. We're not perfect coaches either, but we 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 made mistakes. Like we'd have we'd have fights with our coaches when you're not getting anything, get frustrated because it fits. There's always tantrums and all of that. Um, yeah. So I would say same same goes for the gymnast. Like I said earlier, as a coach's uh, point of view is patience. Gymnasts as well, they need to try and be patient. And especially now it feel it almost feels like everyone wants everyone wants to magically get everything right on the first call. Yeah, maybe you'll get it right the first time, the second time, maybe not, maybe the third time again, yeah. No. It's almost like a roller coaster ride sometimes. Some skills, when, you, when you're learning skills, 
it's easy to get frustrated. That's why you gotta be patient. You gotta give yourself time. You're allowed to make mistakes, but you have to learn from your mistakes. But if you're not gonna be making any mistakes, I mean, that's amazing. If you if you don't have any mistakes in your whole in your whole career, oh, yeah. gymnast, then so impressed by this. It's I don't hear yeah. cases. Yeah. Like I mean, you you learn a skill, you learn in your face. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna suck. You're gonna wanna punch someone in the face. Punch yourself in the face. You wanna quit. Fine, that's normal. It's a normal feeling to go through that. But you also have to remember why you're there. How bad do you want it? If you want it really that bad, you're gonna you gotta get up, dust yourself off, try again. You're gonna try a different way. You're gonna try multiple ways. Some ways are gonna work more than the other. Some ways are not. Just patience and dedication. Gotta push yourself. Yeah. Because it's easy. Like I said, it's easy to it's easy to tell yourself, oh, I'm giving up. You don't get to that. Like, yeah, you got it wrong, you got it wrong once. So let's try again. You got it wrong. Or uh, you are hurting. Yes, it's normal. It's normal to hurt. This sport is not easy. It's a, it's a tough sport. You know, you've got to keep pushing, keep pushing yourself. And if you can do that, then you can get even further. But if, you, if every time something goes bad and you think the best thing you can do is just like, oh, yeah, we'll just sit it off and let it be, then might as well just quit everything in general. Bad things happen. You don't get it. Fine. Try again. I remember once when I was, um, I think I was learning twisting, backwards twisting. Like there was some, there was some connection in my head that never connected. There was always like a lost signal somewhere and all of that. Synapses. No yeah, like, ah, brain locked out. Not in your face. Okay, let's try again. Get up. And I remember, I remember I just kept getting it wrong. Turn after turn after turn. And at the time, I think I had Emrys as my coach. I just kept getting it wrong and wrong. He's like, you know what? Let's give up. No more twisting. You're not twisting. I was like, but but I'm still wanna. I'm still trying to learn it. And he's like, he, he. I remember he he got a bit worked out. He's like, you haven't got any turn right for the past twenty minutes. You've been on the floor. Stop. Stop. Move on. We'll come back tomorrow. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I can do it. He's like, no, stop. He walked away. I was like, no, I'll sneak in one more turn. On my face, oh, okay, maybe that's why I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then and then after that, I took some off from it and I got back again. I tried again, different method, and I made progress. And I was basically one of the only gymnasts in my club who didn't have multiple somersaults in this routine. Like, I didn't have any doubles. I didn't have a double back tuck. I mean, early in my career, I had a double back tuck as a dismount. I, I didn't have a full in as a, as a pass on floor. I didn't have a double layout. I didn't have a double front. Most of my 
most of my parcels with connections, I used to twist, run off one and a half twist, punch something. I used to connect, twisting, twisting. I think the closest thing I ever done to a double was a Thomas, which is now banned because it's a one and a half twisting rollout and they've banned rollouts in, in gymnastics. So that was the closest thing I ever had to, to a multiple, ah, to a multiple twist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it showed me that, yeah, you're not going to get it right now. You're not going to get it right tomorrow. Or maybe you're not going to get it right this week. Take a step back, back on the drawing board, start over, back to the drills. If you need to go back to the drills, take two steps back if you have to. Have a different perspective. Every turn should be different than what before. Try something new every time. That's how you progress. That's how you evolve. That's how we forward. Yeah. It's like the engineers, you know, the engineers, they have a formula. They try to mm-hmm. develop something. They have the problem here in front of the face, yeah. like with the screen. And they stand up. It's like a pomodoro, a tomato, you know, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Stand up. Don't do it. Go drink a coffee. Yeah. And later you see the birds fly. Say, I got it. I know how to do that. And it's yeah, like you are it. with the wooden here. Yeah. You make a step back and you see the forest. Yeah. It's crazy. Exactly. It's how you push. Is it maybe it's the balance between motivation and how you push, yeah. but also have this relaxing mindset for say, yeah. okay, tomorrow I will do it, not today. Yeah. And you can prevent injuries. You can be more adaptable. Mm-hmm. It's for also for coaches because sometimes yeah. coaches we push. We say, hey, you must do this. You need you need to do this. Yeah. You explain why. You say why it's important to do this. Yeah. And because we don't we don't have time sometimes to say the the, the gymnast hey, look, if you do that, this you will win. This will gonna happen. But if you say you must do this without explanation, the gymnast feels like wow, I am like a slave. I need to do this. Why? You push me, okay. If I cannot do it, do it yourself. Do you the back? You know? <laughs> because we don't explain, you know. Yeah. It's like it's a crazy, it's like it's interesting the communication. And I learned. These two and a half years, yeah. every time when I, because I, I teach more girls, but I have a one boys group. And every time when I look my boys, I look your groups, mm-hmm. you know, because you inspire me. You, I feel how you teach, why you teach, why you put the maths like that, why you split the time like this. And when I see your boys, I feel like, ah, I know you don't explain me, but I saw your actions and your actions explain more mm-hmm. compared take a, a coffee and talk more work because we work a lot yeah. and we'll keep talking work later we prefer don't talk about work we prefer to talk about life and yeah. drink a beer mm-hmm. but i saw what you teach and i like it the other day you in the end of the strength condition you talk with the girls when girl was injured and you explain with kindly way why it's so normal as usual having injuries and don't give up for this reason i appreciate uh I really appreciate your philosophy, Sips, your way, because your story, your story, your way, how you lead gymnastics, I think you are not the only one. And a lot of people, you hear success stories, but you don't hear all the people fall on the way. And it's not in South Africa, it can be in Chile, can be in Tokyo, man, can be in every country. You have gymnasts, oh, I I want to, but look, this happened to me, injury or surgery. Yeah, it's uh, it's a yeah, it's a it's it's a fun it's a fun thing, like injuries, the falls, and all of that. 
they're always funny. I don't know. I don't know whether it's because of um, like the club that I went to. Because if anyone, like if you fall during something, could be like, uh, is he okay? Is he moving? You is survive? Moving? Yeah. You survive? Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, then you laugh it off, you know. Like to fall to fall in our in our club, in our gym, it was like first, are you okay? All right, it's okay. And then you make fun of you. <laughs> Typical boys. Yeah. Like we would, we would make we would make jokes about basically almost everything. That's the kind of um, or make more pleasure in the training because yeah, you lead it's, there. It's fun, and also if if you if you training and then you fall and then yeah you made a mistake, we laugh, we joke about it, we move on, and we all we also encourage you to try something new, you know, try something different, right. improve this, maybe this. If you're turning to early and you're twisting, then okay, maybe try something else, you know. It's uh sorry, Don't worry. it's um. No, it's quite. It's it was quite a journey. It was quite a journey. You you form you form a very special bond with um with your team. Like you're able if you're able to make jokes about falling off and stuff, man. I don't I don't think you can ever beat that. Mm-hmm. And and you make friends. Yeah, and you make friends. Yeah. It's like a little. It's not a. It's like like I said. It's like the second family. No, I spent I spent more time with the guy with the team than with my actual family growing up. Like I would see my family maybe on on weekends, but then during the week I stay in the same house as them, stay in, share the same kitchen, everything. But I never saw my family as much. I only, only spent most of the time with my with the team and the, the fellas. Yeah, teammates. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very special one to have. It's like the brothers you never had, and the little sisters you never had. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's yeah it wasn't it wasn't an amazing journey to go through, and like I said, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's perfect as it is. Perfect. Now you say for make a resume, you say the advice for coaches and gymnasts is be patient. Yes. Yeah. Okay, now my next question and the last is if you can desire your future, not only like a coach, like a human, what will you expect for the future in your life? Uh, um, With gymnastics or everything? Up to you. Up to you. Yeah. Open question. Well, I want to have a Lamborghini and a Bugatti and then make it rain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very, I'm a very simple person. Like, um, I'm extremely simple. Like, stability and in terms of life, I just want a very well balanced around everything. Like um, yeah, everyone wants to everyone wants to be settled. I want to be settled. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be able. I don't. I, I'm not saying I I want to be. I I want to be so rich that I don't have to move a move a nail. I just want a stable life where I can get by and 
live better and also my family live a better life. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And I, th I think you, you're working very well in that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Give me, give, give me 20 more years, I'll, I'll tell you. I've got great hair. <laughs> and the other thing is we keep in mind future, but we don't enjoy the present. Sometimes. Yes, and yeah. Sometimes we need to value the... Now, the presence, I, I, yeah. I want to say this in English because if you give me the opportunity, I have a one professor, my, my master, he was a chess uh, coach, mm -hmm. the national team of Chile. He passed away three days ago. The name of him is Pablo Calvo. Huge, incredible heart. Yeah. 44 years old. He have a credit account on the on the heaven very big, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like a coach. He say, okay, Emilio, you want to know what is a coach? Is clean the dishes, take your dog outside for go around. Mm -hmm. Is Make your breakfast, make your bed. This is be a coach. Simple did it. I make the breakfast for my kids. This is how you start to be a coach. And mm -hmm. I want to spend this few seconds for him to say thank you because he's one of the persons. Now I learn from you, yes, every time, but he also teach me about life. And this is coaching, yes, it's our life. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, uh, no more questions. I think it's enough the torture <laughs> for you. <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate your time, Sips. I uh, really appreciate all the, the people listening to the podcast and also in YouTube, the video for see our faces, handsome mm -hmm. faces on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, we invite you for give us questions on YouTube, on Spotify and on the podcast to Coach Sips. If you want to know about who is the career of a coach in Dubai, the experience of him like athlete or gymnast, I am really sure he's a little bit shy, you know. South Africans are a little bit polite, yeah. but he he he's available and also Escuela del Sur. Eh, muchas gracias, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yes, guys. Uh, we close the episode. Thank you for being here. Remember all the episodes on Escuela del Sur, A-E-N-G, and Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, Google Podcasts, and also on YouTube and LinkedIn. And see you next time. Bye. And well, the episode has come to an amazing end. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time on the podcast for Coaches of the World, Escuela del Sur. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a 5-star rating and check out all the episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, LinkedIn and YouTube as Escuela del Sur. See you next time!